Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. I never, ever thought I would open a business for myself. And then I had a baby. Meet Patrice Mousseau, founder of Satya Organics, a skincare company created for people with skin issues, powered by Shopify. When Esme was about eight months old, she developed eczema. The doctor's only option to me was steroid creams. I just started experimenting in my kitchen crock pot. I actually found something that cleared her eczema up in two days. After about a year or so of just selling it out of my kitchen window, I decided to make a business out of it. Shopify templates are fantastic and their customer service is absolutely stellar. You can buy Satya online, you can buy it in stores, you can buy it in our social channels, and that's all made possible by Shopify. When you're ready to share your business with the world, grow it on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform trusted by millions of businesses like Satya. Get a free 14-day trial at shopify.com slash free22 and start selling wherever your customers are with easy-to-use tools and friendly 24-7 support. Go to shopify.com slash free22, shopify.com slash free22. Hey, it's the Kentucky Guy, and thank you so much for listening to Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast. Here at Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast, we talk about past, present, and future wrestlers and promotions. So yeah, I'm so glad that you've joined us. As for myself, I've been watching wrestling off and on for over 25 years, and I find much enjoyment into it. I have a whole lot of knowledge, and uh, you know, I kind of... I kind of see where some things can be changed and some things are great, right? But anyways, once again, thank you so much for listening to this episode and be sure to click subscribe or follow no matter where you're listening to us from. We're on all platforms, Spotify, Google, Apple, Comcast, uh, Amazon Music, and it goes on and on. So check us out here at Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast. Enjoy the show. Thank you. Welcome to Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, the Kentucky Guy. Hey, hope everybody's having a wonderful Monday uh, here in the beautiful state of Kentucky. It's a little bit dreary out there being trying to rain, but hey, you know what? It's been raining all weekend in wrestling. A lot of news, a lot of different things happening. Uh, so let's do some house cleaning uh, items real quick, and we've got a special guest with us on the show today. Uh, first of all, though, if this is your first time listening to Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast. Be sure to hit that follow or subscribe button. Uh, we are on all platforms, Google, Apple, you name it, even Amazon Music. 
We do drop episodes here every Monday and Friday. Sometimes we do have special reports like we did over the weekend when major things do happen. Uh, also, keep in mind for you politicians out there and you up and coming uh, politicians and the ones that like current news, I also host the Red Pill Current News Podcast, and we do drop episodes there every Wednesday and Saturday. All right, so a lot of things going on, uh, but first, before we get started, uh, please help me welcome today's special guest. He's a comedian and the host of No ID Podcast. Let's give a huge warm welcome to Jerome Davis. How we doing, sir? I'm good. How you doing, Kentucky? Yeah, appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely, my friend. Absolutely. So again, welcome to the show. Uh, Jerome, can you tell the audience maybe just a little bit about yourself before we get things started? Uh, yeah. Uh, for the single ladies out there, I'm an Aquarius. I like long, so I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> comedian and podcast out of, the, of Norfolk, Virginia. I host the No ID podcast, um, which you can catch uh, on any streaming service available. So you can also check out my comedy as well, too. Uh, at no ID media TV on YouTube as well. So definitely um, you guys let me know what you guys think and like, share, comment, subscribe, rate, tell a friend. Yeah, absolutely. I got a chance to uh, check some of your stuff out and uh, I have to say, I'm pretty impressed. Uh, <laughs> some <laughs> uh, guests that you've had on your podcast are uh, hilarious, man. Um, uh, the two ladies in a, in a, what you call it. <laughs> 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 that uh that kind of threw me for a loop i listened to that episode and i thought that was hilarious man i thought he did a great job there <laughs> appreciate it thank you man thank you all right so uh jerome uh how long have you uh been a, a wrestling fan would you say uh, uh if we want to go back gosh we're gonna go back maybe wcw wwf monday night wars Oh yeah, so, yeah. We will go way back when that war first started. Uh, yeah, that's how long I've been a fan. So you've been out there. So I've been one. I I usually say around twenty five years or so. You've been about the same time length. Okay, all right. Mm -hmm. Um, all right. So uh, so let's talk a little bit about the current uh, major news that everybody, a part of the wrestling world, is talking about. Um, I've got to ask you, uh, what are your thoughts about Vince McMahon retiring? And Triple H taking over creative control. It's gonna be a better product. Uh, <laughs> what Triple H did with NHT, NXT, the gold and the black and gold era was phenomenal. Every Tuesday I was locked in. So you know, fans had to step down. Wish them nothing but the best. But uh, Triple H stepping over and doing creative, you're gonna definitely see. Uh, in my eyes, just a whole better. Uh, no more of these getting called up to the main roster, name changes, gimmick changes. Um, we're actually going to see, in my eyes, a, a, a better a better product. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. One of the things, and you're absolutely right on the name changes, uh, this uh, this Butch thing is driving me crazy. I, I was a big Pete Dunne fan, uh, and he was phenomenal like he was. I don't know why they made him into this little whiny uh, Scotland type of character I don't, I don't get it um but you're yeah you're absolutely right i actually think that uh the black and golden xc is a lot better than the 2.0 currently absolutely yeah and that was like more it was more passion behind 
He's yeah. a yeah, it's more, it's more passion. The only person really worth watching is Carmelo Hayes, to be honest with you. Right. Yep. Yep. And uh, one of the other things is that uh, I think that'll change is like you won't be losing uh, phenomenal stars like Adam Cole coming. Mm. To you know, I I really think that uh, and I know that Vince has always uh, he's always like the big guys, right? I mean, that's his forte. Um, but he just never really gave the correct push to an NXT star. Maybe Drew McIntyre, but I mean, Drew McIntyre was back there 20 years ago. You know what I'm saying? So that's true. Uh, yeah, nobody's got a fair shot. The Adam Cole thing was like the sign of the end of an era because once they tried to make him a, a manager, that's when I knew he was going to go to AEW. I, I, Roderick Song is probably right belong, right behind him now, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, Roderick Strong, he has, uh, well, I tell you, Ciampa, uh, I don't think they're using him correctly. He was a uh, former NXT champion, and now he's following the Miz around and holding his hotel. I mean, I just... <laughs> I just don't get that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he goes from the Scottish psychopath to a guardian angel. There you go. Absolutely. Uh, makes zero sense. So here's the question on Vince McMahon. Um, I kind of put my thoughts. I put a special report out on, I think it was yesterday. Um, a lot of people are saying uh, because he, re- he retired with this glooming uh, sexual case against him that are coming up. Also HBO. Uh, they're having a, uh, with Brian Gumble. they're going to have a special on that's pretty damning to his reputation. But here, here's my argument on this. Okay, if he done all this, and this is true, and he probably did, right? Mm-hmm. He, he's a piece of crap, right? He shouldn't have done that. He's a married man. He, he just, he shouldn't have done that. But he's still a legend in my mind because he revolutionized the sports entertainment world of wrestling. What are your thoughts? I agree. Um, well, everything that you said is just that now being that we're in the, the, the social media era, the, the trending era, um, his, his everything that he's accomplished and done is, is now going to be, you know, shadow cast, um, doing to all, due to all these allegations. So the HBO documentary where Brian Gumbel, remember Netflix was going to do a, a movie on them, they scrapped that. Um, now everybody's just pulling files and records. I don't know. I mean, this is this is a crazy time in there. I know I saw a report on SES scoops saying it was like another fourteen point six million dollars he was out there paying for people to people for certain words they couldn't use. I it was just, it's a bunch of just coming up. So yeah, this should be interesting. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and as a wrestling fan, of course, we're going to watch you, right? <laughs> we're going to yeah. what they have to say. Um, and, and you're right. This I call it the woke generation, right? Uh, they, uh, you know, they just, they're into everybody's business. I think that's why uh, Netflix, I remember they were going to do that documentary, and they pulled out. And the reason why they pulled out is because uh, they were getting ready. Uh, Netflix is really going broke because they went so, uh, like, to this cancel culture, this woke generation thing so and it and it just doesn't work it doesn't matter i'm not going to get into politics or anything here but it just really just does not work in any sport it, my opinion is football basketball i'm a sports guy football basketball 
wrestling, um, baseball. Just let me watch the game. Leave the political stuff outside of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to watch the game. So uh, did you get a chance to uh, uh, watch any of the uh, Ring of Honor previous pay-per-view? I did. I did. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, Ring of Honor has always been a solid product. Um, but this one showed that they need to, they can actually stand on their own. Absolutely. And I think that uh, Tony Khan, I got to watch the media scrub afterwards, and he has taken my advice. So, Tony, I don't know if you're listening, if you've been listening to this podcast, but thank you, thank you, thank you, uh, if you are. Uh, but he, but I did advise uh, on, a, on an episode on here that he should turn the uh, ROH brand into similar yeah so i you know i was thinking that the nxt would make a a good developmental or uh ring of honor would make a good good developmental brand just like uh nxt and uh you're absolutely right jerome uh the uh they can definitely stand on their own uh there was a couple of surprises i thought what did you think about uh cesaro or claudio or whatever he's called now being the new Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion. So this is where, where I'm going to play devil's advocate. I was happy to see him finally get his just. But at the same time, I'm kind of tired of the ex-WWE guys getting the shine into a different company, if that makes sense. You're pushing older guys. Claudio is, what, 41? Gresham was probably like 33, 32. So it's, 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 I was happy to see him win, but then I wasn't. I'm like, we got to keep, they got to push younger talent. And they're starting to become like what uh, made WCW fail back in the <laughs> the Nitro Wars. It's also what uh, railroaded uh, Impact Wrestling back in the day when they was bringing in all the old stars. So I was happy to see him, but then I really, I was happy to see him win become world champion but then i was like yeah, he's 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 getting up there in age he, he can't carry the brand for too much longer yeah i agree um and i and the rumor around the water cooler is that uh grissom has uh, asked for his release from AEW and ring of honor that's true it's been confirmed yeah so that that's a big hit that's a major hit but you know he has his own wrestling promotion now terminus so was, that was expected. And then the way that creative was going with um, Ring of Honor, they was mostly put onto AEW Dark and Elevation. So it really, like, once it, it bought it, I mean, it was already, like, the TV deal was done, but five months of going on the YouTube channel, an occasional Rampage match, like, I, I get where he's coming from. They turned him here one week with no, no reason, no doubt. He was beloved by fans, and that was all she wrote. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can see his point, too, because um, Telly Blanchard is reportedly gone as well, and that's who he supposedly was going to become his manager when he turned heel. And it just does I, – I, I just don't <clears throat> understand the direction. And, yeah, I think it took way too long. I do know that Ring of Honor is coming to – they're going to have their own television time now, uh, and that's coming soon. But you're absolutely right. It's took – too long since tony khan's purchased it uh and i know it was a lot of money and he's got to he had to do a lot of negotiation and, and so forth but uh when you have that kind of talent uh you should see them on and i'm on dynamite and once again we go back to 
does AEW just have too many superstars on the roster? Yeah, they do. I think they so. Do. I think so as well. And then in the next match, uh, we also crowned right, and and this was kind of shocking too. Uh, we turned around and crowned new six man tag champs. Uh, Dalton and the boys uh, won. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm gonna let you talk about that. <laughs> I was his gimmick uh, in his early Ring of Honor days. Um, he was one of the ones that captured me uh, watching his matches. So um, <laughs> he's a he's a he's a known name. I forget. I even forgot who the guys he was going up against, but he's name. So they had to put the title against somebody that they knew. So I, I get why they did that. Yeah, uh, and I mean Dalton is a phenomenal wrestler, but his tag team partners, <laughs> I, just, I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> the boys. Uh, anyways, <laughs> moving, <laughs> moving right along. Uh, so Samoa Joe. Um, he retained his title, and that kind of shocked me because uh, he has been uh, doing a voiceover in a movie, um, something, uh, Twisted Metal, the old video game, uh, is coming out an animated movie, and uh, Samoa Joe, who uh, we know how Joe talks. I can't see him being in a movie, but uh, yeah, so that surprised me. But that was a heck of a match. What did you think about it? Loved it. Um, just didn't like the outcome. What's crazy is I actually saw Jay Lethal wrestle about two months ago. He came here in Virginia. He's one of my favorite wrestlers. And if he can just get back to that shine that he had, world television champion, ring of honor champion, it'd be amazing. The match was amazing. Um, I see why because once again, Samoa Joe is a household name, but this is like the issue now. I think Jay Lethal hasn't hit 40 yet, but Joe's 344. He's constantly hurt. That shoulder, he hasn't been right. So, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I gotta play devil's advocate sometimes. Not, I ain't gonna be the most popular uh, person. I'm gonna be the one that's gonna. Like, you need to push the younger guys. <laughs> well, I'm. I I've never been a Samojo uh, fan. So you're you're not uh you're not hurting my feelings one bit. <laughs> I've always liked a lethal. Um, I think he has one of the best finishing moves. The lethal injection. Uh, in the game, and uh, yeah, I think that uh, hit. You know, he's getting pushed in several directions because if you've watched the Ric Flair last match doc uh, documentary, uh, he's actually teaming up with Jeff Jarrett uh, against Ric Flair and um, Ric Flair's son-in-law, uh, I can Andrade, and uh, that's going to be a big match in itself. I don't look a whole lot for Ric Flair. I mean, I know it's his last match. He's going to push himself, but uh, Andrade is just a phenomenal wrestler, and uh, I think that uh, he's going to pack a lunch there with those two guys. I agree. You agree? I, I agree. I'm, I'm, I agree. This is Ric Flair's last match. Will I be watching it? No, because I've seen several of Ric Flair's last matches. So uh, some tells me probably three years down the line we're going to be having the same conversation about, hey, Ric Flair is having a retirement match. This is it for me. I, I can, he's going to push himself. But Ric Flair should retire at least back in 2005. He's 73. Uh, three years from now, he'll be 76. There's there's no way. 
Oh, he'll try it. <laughs> one of the craziest things, and I've mentioned it on this show before, one of the craziest things he said was, well, you know, my pacemaker, if it comes unplugged, I'll just plug it back in. How do you, how in the world do you reach in your chest? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I will be watching that. I grew up as a Ric Flair uh, fan. Uh, he's actually in my top top three. Um, uh, I'll make sure I watch that because I want to make sure he's okay because that's been my biggest concern. I don't care if he wins or not. I just want him to get out of it alive, man. Shoo. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's see here. Um, Wheeler Uda, he retains the pure championship. That guy there, he's a superstar. Um, I, th- I thought that was a good match. I thought he... Uh, I thought the guy that's on the uh, Jericho Appreciation Squad, uh, mm-hmm. I think he's phenomenal as well. I think those two guys um, are the future. You know, everybody's talking about this theory and this Madcap Moss guy, uh, and they're they're okay. I'm not a fan of theories, but uh, Wheeler Uda and uh, uh, the other guy, I cannot Garcia, I think is his name. Uh, mm-hmm. They are just, uh, I think they're the future, man. What do you think about that match? Best match on the card outside of the, the tag team match, the, the FTR Briscoe's match. Best match on the card. Two young talent, two young bulls, 25, just going at it, man. And it, you will see the passion between it. Daniel, Daniel Garcia is going to be a star in the making. Um, Will Willie Yuta is already up there. He's underneath the tutelage of William Regal. Daniel Bryan, John Moxley, answers uh with Claudio Cesaro or whatever. So I definitely can see that, man. That 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 that, that was an excellent match. Now I forgot the ROH pure rules that like you can only do three rope breaks. I forgot all about that. But that was like a uh, that was the best match on the card. You saw the passion in that match. Yep, absolutely. And I think that the uh the uh champion of um, uh, it's that title that nobody really cares about. He took it uh, starts the guy that mm-hmm. from Brian Cage. I look yeah. for blow up, man. I mean, I don't know uh, what AEW's thinking, but he is a he he's a world champion in the making. Him, yeah. He I don't know if you saw his earlier work when he was with NWA. I did. Mm-hmm. That's when he was like really shining, man. And he gets over to AEW. I see that now they're gonna start trying to push that title more with the open challenges. So uh I look forward to it. I want to see how this is gonna be come what Wednesday. Wednesday's a loaded card for Dynamite. Yes, it is. And uh I look for uh you know, Starks needs more t- television time. You know, get him off rampage, keep him on dynamite, and uh let's see more of him because uh They've got to start building towards the future, if anything. Uh, you're, you know, the comment you made about WCW and uh, Impact Wrestling, and I, and I think you're talking about Impact like when uh, Bischoff and Hogan took over, right, back in the day? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that never works. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they're, they are doing kind of the same thing, uh, and that's one of the things. I thought they were going to change it because the shoot with MJF, that's what he was shooting on, these former WWE stars. Uh, so I thought, okay, they're going to turn this around, you know. But lo and behold, we don't hear from MGF anymore, and uh, you know, <laughs> or anything. So I don't know. Yeah, just like I just think about this: when has Lance Archer been a star? When has Jack Swagger been a star? 
you know, yes, they have the physique, they making corner map, but they're lacking that charisma, that 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 thing that will make fans drive behind them. They won't be able to move merch or rating. So, you know, you bring the ex WWE guys like, and I love CM Punk, like CM Punk or like even Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho was like fifty years old when he won that AEW title. You know, you're 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 going to go down to a a, a rabbit hole of bad booking decisions, and it's just going to get to the point where it's like, okay, these guys are. It's going to end up just like what Impact. Impact was so good back in the day. Oh my God! And you saw Hulk Hogan and Rob Van Dam and Bischoff coming up in there. Even Ric Flair. It just it sucked. It got trashed. They got trash, and they're just now coming out of that hole in my eyes. So, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, Impact's actually, uh, in the last two months, I think they've had pretty decent matches on there. I love what they're doing with the Bullet Club right now, and uh, they, need to, they need to do that because uh, they were pretty much done. They were pretty much out of business. Until they started partnering uh, with AEW, uh, they really need to thank Tony Khan uh, for allowing that to happen because – that kind of gave new life to that company. It did. And, uh, it did. yeah. And, uh, so the best match of the evening, in my opinion, and I think you, I think you agree. Cause I think I heard you say it was FTR against the Briscoe brothers. FTR did retain, uh, their titles, uh, two out of three falls. What a match, man. What, what what's your, uh, what's your thoughts? I've loved the Briscoes <laughs> for a while. <laughs> FTR were like the thing when I first, Samo NXT, that old school, totally in Arn Anderson, uh, bringing tag team wrestling back to relevancy. It it was amazing. Like the, you know, I, I knew the Briscoes weren't going to win it because it's too early in the run for FTR with those with their titles that they have. Um, would it made sense for them to win and then drop them back the next pay per view? So it was long term story booking, but it was an amazing match. I mean. You gotta take your hat off to all four. You gotta really take it off to to uh Cash Willer and Dax Harwood. They're doing some amazing work. Yeah, they really are. And uh I would have to say that they're they're near the top of the tag team in, in entire uh in the entire wrestling industry right now. Um uh I still think that the young bucks are, are number one. That's just my opinion. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think that, uh, FTR they're shoe, man, they have what three different titles now, uh, triple mm-hmm. a, uh, ring of honor and uh, new Japan. Right. Yep. Yeah. I, here, here's what I don't understand. Um, AEW is legitimately their home. However, they weren't a part of that tag team title, uh, match when, uh, swerve and glory won the titles. I think that was kind of a slap in the face because they're, you know, they're the number one contenders, but yet they weren't even in there. It was the Young Bucks. It was Team Taz and then uh, Swerve and Glory. What did you think about them being skipped over for that match? Uh, that's a tricky one because Swerve and Glory was like really pumping it out on AE, AEW Dart. It was over on the YouTube, on the YouTube channel. They were really over. Um and it looks like AEW wants to go with that like Shaq and Kobe type team where one is younger and you know like a real superstar the other one's a little set in their ways 
big guy um, and really can't trust a young guy. But uh, I would have loved FTR to be in that match. Yeah. And it would have been like, I could see down the line that it's going to be a square three versus FTR, probably with all titles on the line. Probably let's throw the, the Bridgeholes in there as well, too, and maybe the Young Bucks. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think it was a slap. I think it was just like they just didn't want to overbook. Right. Uh, FTR, they wanted to, you know, find a way. They're like, they were going to put themselves into a hole anyway, but they didn't want to go too deep into that rabbit hole with, um, Swerving your glory because they were they were over they were they're still over to right now. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I think that uh the only thing is it kind of kills the uh when they say that uh you earn, you know it's all about rankings in AEW. It, that kind of <laughs> that, that kind of didn't you know they kind of threw that rule out in that match in, in other words. So, but uh, I was glad to see them retain their title. I'm a huge Briscoe Brothers fan. I would have loved to see the Briscoes get it back. I think they will be champs again. They're just too good of a talent not to be. Um, but like you said, I did see, I did think that FTR was going to, uh, they're just too hot right now, man. Everybody, everybody's talking about them. Uh, no matter which podcast you turn in, Jericho's podcast, Eric Bischoff's, they're all talking about FTR. So, yeah, it would be crazy to, uh, take the belt any belts from them uh as of right now so yeah i agree with that 100 percent. all right so the last part of this show um jerome what i'd like to do is i had a special guest on uh last episode uh ken cunningham he's a uh, very very uh intelligent and fine young man and uh we did this thing we went head to head uh with uh our predictions for SummerSlam that's coming up this saturday uh at 8 p.m eastern time uh, July 30th and the pre-show is at 7 so what I'd like to do is I'd like to go over the card I'll tell you my predictions and then I'm going to read I'm going to re, uh, read these predictions off after uh, SummerSlam and uh, I'd like to hear your predictions and let's go uh, I call it going head-to-head predictions <laughs> all right so let's start with the main event sir uh, we have Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar in a last-man-standing match for the undisputed WWE Universal title. My pick was Brock Lesnar. Uh, Kim actually picked Roman Reigns. Uh, what do you say? Roman. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, okay. All right. Now, I'm going to tell you something that hurts my soul. <laughs> uh, I, I think whoever wins this match, it's not going to matter. I think they're going to have that punk. Uh, theory come in there, cash in and win. That's just my 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 own personal theory. No no pun intended. <laughs> uh, but uh, the next match is the Usos, the Bloodline, Jimmy and Jay versus the Street Profits, uh, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Titles. Um, I've got the Usos retaining it. Um, Kim actually picked the Street Profits. What about you, sir? Usos, Usos. Yep, that's what that's what I think so too. I I look for uh, uh, one or the other, either Dawkins or Ford. I look for those two to turn on each other. Uh, one one of them to turn on the other one and to split up. They're wanting to push, give a major push to Montez Ford as a singles competitor. So I look for that to happen uh, soon. Have you heard anything about that? 
I did, and it, 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 yeah, I did because you know Montez is he got uh, co-signed by The Rock. The Rock wants to see him get pushed, so you get a you know The Rock signing off on you. You know they're gonna try and push you to the moon. So just the only thing that's gonna suck is what what is Angelo Dawkins gonna do? Yeah, I think personally, brother, he's gone. I don't oh. think he can stand on his own. You know what I mean? That's just my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Montez Ford, let's move on. His wife is in action against Becky Lynch, defending her Raw Women's title. Um, both of us, actually, uh, Kim and myself, both chose Becky Lynch to win the match. How about Ooh. you? Bianca. <laughs> Bianca. <laughs> Bian- Bianca's a, phen- a phenomenal athlete. I agree. I just think that uh, they've played this Becky Lynch like, uh, she's been losing for so long. Ever since WrestleMania, she's been uh, kind of on the losing end. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's, uh, I just think that Raw goes a lot better when you have a heel in the women's division, when you have a heel with the title and a baby face chasing them. So, and I think they like that formula. So that's what I see, but you never know. We will definitely find out. Uh, the next one is for the WWE SmackDown women's title. Uh, you have Liv Morgan uh, versus Ronda Rousey. Um, let's see here. I, I actually picked Liv Morgan. I think she's too hot. I don't think that she'll win it cleanly. I think either maybe Charlotte Flair or Bailey are going to pop back up and they're going to cost Ronda the victory. Um, Kim, he actually did pick Ronda Rousey. What do you say, sir? I'm going to have to go with Liv. I'm tired of Ronda myself. (laughs) She's bland. Liz is Liv Morgan is so over right now. Uh, I, I just can't see her, you know, dropping the belt. And then we have uh, Bobby Lashley versus Theory for the WWE uh, United States Championship. Uh, this is a no-brainer to me. Um, I picked this, uh, Ken actually uh, agreed with me. Uh, picked Bobby Lashley retaining the belt. What do you think? Bobby Lashley, he's too over as a face right now. <laughs> yeah. And he is, uh, he actually should be the uh, champion, the world champion. Uh, at least they need to, oh, this is, you know, Jerome, we haven't had a chance to talk about this, but in my opinion, I think that the brands have suffered on WWE uh, spl- uh, and they need to resplit the title belts because you're, you're not having a champion on each show. So what, what do you think about that? I think so too, man. This, this, uh, Unification stuff has really ruined Raw and SmackDown. Raw's been in the drain since they went to that three-hour format. Um, because it's filled with nothing but filler matches and jobbers. But yeah, since the brand split, not the, well, since the unification, the brand split, it's really much been irrelevant. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, they need to, ever since Roman won both belts, uh, they really need to, they need to split those belts back up, in my opinion, as well. Um, the next match is The Miz versus Logan Paul. Now, here's the thing. I think, uh, and uh, Kim actually, he kind of disagreed with me on this, but uh, I think that uh, WWE is in for a rude awakening on this match because they're trying to push Logan Paul as a babyface. <laughs> never going to work. People love to hate him and his brother, Jake Paul. And uh, I just think that, they're going to be totally shocked when everybody is cheering for Miz <laughs> when Logan Paul comes out there. So, anyways, uh, Kim actually picked Logan Paul to win. Um, I think that uh, I don't think Miz is going to put him over. I think Miz is going to win the belt or the match. 
What do you think, sir? I think the Mish is winning. I just want to say this right quick, Kentucky guy. I just really want to say this. Put huh? some respect on the Miz's name. Consistent heel, classic matches. This guy's probably the best heel in the business right now. This, he needs to get put over, and we need to get him back into a championship picture. He needs to win to get into the championship picture. He's he made Logan Paul look good at WrestleMania. He's gonna make him look good at SummerSlam. So, yeah, I, I want the Miz to win. I hope the Miz wins. Yeah, I think the Miz. I think you're absolutely right. The Miz and Kevin Owens are the two wrestlers that actually make you care, even if they're heels. They still make you care. Somehow you get invested uh, when these guys start talking. Even if you're booing them, uh, they make you care. It's crazy. I agree with you 100%. Uh, let's see. Then the next match on the card is uh, Seth Rollins versus uh, Riddle. Um, I, of course, Seth Rollins, uh, anybody that listens to this program knows that he is my favorite wrestler, current wrestler right now. So, of course, I picked him. Uh, and then uh, Kim actually picked... Uh, uh, Riddle to win the match. What do you think, sir? Self. Self hasn't won a match in God knows how long. <laughs> a pay-per-view match? He's been on a losing streak for a few pay-per-views. I'm going with Self. I hope Self pulls this one out. I yeah. want Riddle to win, but Seth needs the rub right now. I agree. Um, and my argument was, uh, ex- well, pretty much what you just said. He lost those three pay-per-views back-to-back with Cody Rhodes. And before that, he had the uh, the thing going on with Edge and was on the losing side of that. And, you know, if anybody deserves this match, and I mean, I know everybody, I mean, I know that Riddle is a uh, emotional favorite, I guess you could say. Everybody loves him because of RK Bro and, and, and all this. And, and Riddle's okay. I mean, he's a good wrestler. I don't think he'll ever have a, uh, he'll ever be a world champion or anything. But uh, I just, uh, you know, Seth's been in the game. Uh, it's time for him to get back on the winning streak and, uh, like you said, get a title under his belt. And then the last match on the card, and uh, by the way, these are in no particular order, uh, but the last match on the card is uh, Pack McAfee versus uh, Happy Corbin. Um, I Both of us actually picked uh, Pat McAfee, uh, believe it or not, to actually win this match. What about yourself? McAfee. Yeah, I'm going to go with McAfee. As well, he's he's good. He's too over. <laughs> <laughs> he's too over right now. He's he's probably like the one of the most over superstars over on SmackDown. So yeah, McAfee. And uh, so um, Corbin, uh, it, you know Cor- this reminds me. This run that Corbin's on reminds me of uh, I can't remember what they called him back then when he lost all his money and everything. Uh. And that's kind of that's kind of where he's at right now. He can still walk around and call himself happy, but dude, he's losing a lot of matches these days. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Pat McAfee. Um, one of the arguments is, well, he's a he's a commentator, and that's true. But when he retired from football, uh, he came to the WWE. He went to the Performance Center. He wanted to be a wrestler. He wanted, you know, his he wanted to be an actual WWE superstar. So. And that's fine and everything, but I really believe his gift, he needs to stay on the mic. He needs to stay as a commentator and do these one-off matches. And they need to keep putting him over because of his popularity right now. Um, All right. What's that, sir? I think they're going to position him to be what 
Jim Ross should have been in WWE. Honestly, they both charismatic on the mic. You love to hear them. You, you cheer for them. But what Jim Ross was supposed to be in WWE is what they're going to make Pat McAfee. But what do you mean now? When, what, what was he supposed to be? A legend. Like, he was supposed to be over. Jim Ross was over. Look, I'm a slobber knocker. Uh, oh, he's still a legend, man. Yeah, he's a legend. But he's in AEW now. And, you know, what? Uh, Jim Ross could have been a lot bigger in WWE. I re- he was like behind the scenes. He was didn't he help discover Stone Cold or help Stone Cold get over? Oh yeah, he was. Uh, I seen things uh, videotape where uh, he was in the back and uh, he actually was telling wrestlers and commentators what to say. You know, uh, on a microphone in the back, a headset. Uh, yeah, he. Um, I, I I still think he's going to go. He's going to enter the Hall of Fame of WWE. There's no doubt. He, he is, uh, you know, Vince McMahon just kept firing him. I mean, what are you going to do? Vince <laughs> gone now. Vince <laughs> gone yeah, now. I don't see him ever coming back now. He's got a good uh, position. Actually, AEW released that uh, he's going to do uh, the last hour of Dynamite uh, so he can do the uh, episode on uh, Rampage fully now. So. And he actually has been doing that. They just haven't really announced it until now. So, but all right. So um, that is about all the time that we do have for today's segment. Um, Jerome, do you have any social media that you want to uh, promote before we get off in here? Yeah, man. Uh, one, thank you for having me. Um, I appreciate. It. I don't get to talk about wrestling a lot. You can follow me on Instagram at Rome R O M E. X D I D D Y so Rome X Diddy. That's on Instagram, Twitter, and fan base. You can follow my uh show and you're gonna see stand up comedy up there as well at No ID Media TV. Um, and that's also on Instagram and on Facebook. Go like the page. Um, but yeah, uh, you'll see some wrestlers I had up there as well, too. So definitely, definitely thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's been a pleasure. Uh, as well and uh hope to invite you back uh, real soon and uh don't forget also he is the host of uh no id podcast check that out i'm telling you guys it's 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 hilarious man <laughs> I, I truly i enjoy that i mean i consider myself one of the kings of dad jokes but man you guys take it to a whole new level and i just i really enjoyed that i thought that was great so don't forget to check that out guys no id uh podcast also here against the mat wrestling podcast you guys have a wonderful rest of your day thank you so much for joining us uh jerome we will talk to you soon my friend everybody have a blessed day and as always god bless and god bless america That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. 
And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.